Welcome back to For Your Amusement, where we discuss theme parks around the country, all for your amusement. Today I'm here with my friend Nolan. Nolan, welcome. What up, what up? How's the city? The city is good. Yeah, the city's got a brand new ride. We'll get into it a little later. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're starting to, to get toward Orlando territory, although not quite. <laughs> uh, so speaking of Orlando, though, you were in Orlando. How did that go? Yeah, yeah. So um, I had a long journey, um, and it was a it was a great experience. So uh, pretty much, I got there around um, on Monday, uh, early afternoon, um, to Disney Springs, and uh, let's see. So we went to um, Gideon's, which is a cookie palace, as you would say. Um, and awesome cookies there. They were ginormous. I, I think the chocolate chips had more on the cookie than the actual cookie somehow. Um, so that, that was pretty good. Um, then we got some food at a, a great Italian spot. And, uh, at night we stayed at, um, the Riviera, which is a, I think the newest hotel at Disney. And it was kind of like a modern, sort of French Disney vibe to it, which is pretty cool. Um, super modern. Outside was pretty chill, a lot of activities. Um, it's in walking distance to um, a bunch of the other hotels and also uh, on the resort they have um, the Disney Skytrain, which is awesome if you've never been on it because it legit can take you to any of the nearby hotels and also Epcot slash um, MGM slash Hollywood Studios. Um, I believe there's building a uh, port to Disney Springs as well, which would be awesome. But uh, the actual room itself was pretty cool, great views. Um, and I did like with the room itself how they had um, – there's one bed, but um, there was one side of the room where it had kind of like a secret um, wall that would come down as a, a pull-out uh, bed, which is pretty good size and also below the tv it had a um kind of like a make-believe dresser that also came down as a bed as well so you had the full size room but it didn't take up the space like it normally would with three beds you know which was i thought pretty cool um so that was that that was on uh monday so Um, did you uh, so the other thing i wanted to mention for disney springs i guess did you go um, anywhere for lunch? Yeah, we went to uh, the Polite Pig, which was oh. my first time going there, and it was actually pretty good. I got like a uh, smoked turkey sandwich, and uh, it was no complaints. It was really good, um, and it, I've heard a lot of great things about that, so I was excited to go there as well. So, Dude, I love that place. I was literally thinking that. I was wondering if you went there because... I mean, I went there um, when I was there back in January 2020. Jesus, it was so long ago already. But, um, yeah, I mean, that was awesome. I, I'm a huge fan of, um, like, ribs in particular. And so, like, to go there, they had some great ribs, and the atmosphere was awesome. Um, I remember they had outdoor seating before, like, outdoor seating was a thing, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, and that was, that was a fun place to go. Um, also, did you see any um, – oh, you know what I wanted to ask you? 
Um, what happened with um, the NBA experience? Did they put up like walls around there? Are they like redoing it yeah, yet? Yeah, uh, it's actually funny because I legit walked right by it, but I don't think I looked actually in it, so I'm not sure if they actually changed uh, anything yet. Yeah. But it's legit, just black and dark. So I mean, that's probably why I didn't really look over there. But yeah, what what do you think they're gonna put in there? Uh. Well, I mean, it, it's tough, you know, like we talked about on the last podcast. Um, I think th- what they will, d- I don't, I, it's, it's hard because it's such a, such a huge property uh, mm-hmm. in space, you know? Yeah. And there's so many different ideas you could possibly do with sort of that thing. You could make it one spot, you could make it two, something like right. a, a show sort of thing. Uh, honestly, because I just mentioned that, like I, I, uh, produced a well-produced show i think could like a broadway-esque yeah pot, if they have the room for it but i mean i think that's a, a cool addition that they could easily do that, that would be really have. cool a question for you though so something that i thought of too and you mentioned a show do they have karaoke already karaoke at disney at disney um i think so but i'm not sure because, like, I think what uh, a cool thing that, that, you know, they could put in is, like, you know, they could do a karaoke thing with, like, Disney songs. And, you know, people can go there and, you know, and they can, yeah. you know, watch other people get up and sing. Pretty cool. I know uh, Universal has, like, a karaoke sort of spot. So yeah. definitely not far-fetched. Um, I also I also went to um, the Coke Factory, not Coke Factory, Coca-Cola World. Yeah. Like, uh, tried out the uh, Cokes around the world sort of thing. Um, and, uh, it was actually pretty cool. Um, they gave you, uh, 16 different types of Cokes from around the world. And then also for like an extra, I think four bucks, you could add like eight, uh, Coke floats, which was like Sprite, Fanta, uh, Coke itself and sort of stuff like that and root beer, I think. That's really cool. I remember that cause they used to have it in Epcot and now it's in Disney Springs, but when they had it in Epcot, I went like ten, fifteen years ago, and that was that was one of the things that stuck with me from going that for you know when I was back you know whenever it was ten, fifteen years ago, and something that I think you you tasted or no you didn't taste but I think you remember um, the Israel one. Do you remember oh, the yeah. Israel one? Yeah, so Israel wasn't um, a Coke that was uh, available in the in this one. But I remember it at Epcot, and I know that they just bought back um, that at Epcot, I think, like, a couple months ago. So I'm intrigued to see if they still have that. But I remember it being either very good or either very bad, but I can't yeah. remember which side it was on. That, that's exactly what I was going to say. I just – I remember – I remember it distinctly. I just can't remember if I liked it or not. <laughs> yeah, so but. that was that. Um, I believe – so we had two favorites. Um, one I think was Peru, which was kind of like a yellow tint to it, kind of like a yellow Gatorade. And really? the other was a green that was from Japan. And they both were like very light slash like, but they got like a good taste to them. Right. Um, but then on the other side, the two worst was uh, China and Italy. Um, they both were like absolutely brutal to drink. It wasn't like just like bad. It was very... Very not, like why would you get that at, at any spot? Right. Casually drink, you know? Yeah. So, um, those were the two words. Like they were no bueno. Yeah, well, it's interesting because like 
you know, you wouldn't think that they would change Coke, right? Like some things like Coke, like McDonald's, like you would think it'd be just be the same because like what are they, what are they changing? But, you know, but I actually, I realized the other day I saw some TikToks with like McDonald's has like different, you know, uh, different menus all around the world, like for different products. And I guess it makes sense, like for different cultures, but I don't know, you would think that they would transplant the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So it was a it was a really cool experience though, and I mean, if you've never been to the Coke store, also like it's three stories, including the uh, the rooftop where they have the Cokes around the world. Yeah, um, pretty massive. So definitely a cool spot. Also, was it expensive to buy or not to to get that experience? No, no, it was um only sixteen dollars, which is I thought was a a really cheap price. Um, yeah, that's not bad at all. The Coke itself were like in plastic cups, but they were pretty good filled you know like it wasn't just like one right. and you know it was like actually pretty good size so um if you're ever interested in doing that i'd suggest yeah that. so could you could you get as much as you wanted or like it was like a limit uh i think it was just a limit like they just gave it to you it's kind of like if you went to like mcdonald's and they gave you like a meal like you couldn't oh, just okay. <laughs> got it got it yeah it's funny because now you you're paying less for that than you are to go to skip a ride or skip a line on a ride. Yeah, yeah, throwing shots already. <laughs> hey, we we got to get into it because I mean, there's there's a huge uproar over this new Genie program. That's that you know Genie Plus. Do we want to get into that now? Well, I was going to talk about my second day, and then if you sure. That. Oh yeah, I, I, yes, yes, I, I didn't mean to. <laughs> yes, you go first. I mean, we could we could skip. We could skip the lines, but we can't skip Universal, you know? <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. They don't have yeah. the Genie Plus yet. Exactly. So um, my second day, I went to Universal slash Islands. Um, an awesome day. Uh, the wait times were pretty minimal. Um, went to uh, Tucson Chocolate Factory for brunch. Um, they have mostly um, very sweet stuff for breakfast, not like a lot of eggs or pancakes or whatever. But... Uh-huh. Uh, a great thing that we had was the tuna melt, which wasn't like a usual tuna melt. Um, it had just a huge slice of toast slash bread, and just the ingredients in it were awesome. It was a huge slab of tuna, and then like tomatoes, onions, arugula, I think. Just like it was really amazing. Like I wouldn't suggest it on the podcast. But it wasn't really good. So, yeah. well, did they have shakes? I know they're there. You know, oh, known yeah. for their shakes. Yeah, so um, they have. I believe they have shakes in the morning too. But like, obviously, like if you're going to a theme park too, like I think you're setting yeah. yourself, especially in the summer too. Like you're setting you know, yourself right. up pretty bad. Um, but the the waffles and French toast and all the stuff Ooh, wow. that they had there in the morning was uh, a lot. I saw people get it and they were really sugary. I, I like, uh, so you definitely, I don't think would need a milkshake with those. <laughs> yeah absolutely no i totally get that it's that sounds really good and like that's something that i, I realized like you, you don't really at least you know for us when we go to the parks you don't really have breakfast too often at least like nothing big you know like you go into like you're into the parks and you have like you know the today show cafe has like a couple small things but like you don't really have like a big breakfast you know mm-hmm. so, like that's cool to know they have that there yeah no it was really light it was like the perfect you know like nothing too heavy to get yourself in the park and it was like a good price too you know like usually at the parks you pay like a decent price anyways you know so yeah so definitely that, so that was that 
Uh, I went to Universal Island. Um, they had the Horror Nights stuff set up, which is awesome to look at early. Um, the coolest scare zone, I think, was the uh, Crypt TV scare zone. It was a bunch of random stuff going on. Um, uh-huh. Really cool, well-played, well-set. So I'm excited to see kind of what they do over there. So what's Crypt TV, for those who don't know? Uh, I, I honestly have no clue. Yeah, uh, It's an original thing that they came up with. But it looks like it's like a... Maybe like a TV show that has a bunch of like random scenes possibly that are uh, set up as like sets, kind of. Oh, okay. And that's again like uh, kind of like by uh, Fast and the Furious, right? So, kind of around there. So, uh, well, I I'm feel like Fast and Furious itself could be <laughs> a house or a horror night. Yeah, thing. actually, I actually got stuck uh, for a good five or so oh. minutes on it at the end. We got done with it and we were just waiting to get off, and it was just like. I don't know what was going on, so... I, I don't know if there's any worse ride to get stuck on. I really don't. Oh, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. It, and it's, and then, I mean, I'm going to get to this uh, later, uh, after I'm done with, like, the whole day, but um, I was stuck on a whole row with a bunch of other people, so oh. um, the most comfortable either, so... Right. Yeah, that's weird, because, like, I know we were talking before about, you know, precautions for COVID, and... You were saying, like, they they kind of stopped, um, you know, separating groups. And, like, they put you with random people, right, for all these things? Yeah, so pretty much um, the one note I would make as of now, I mean, obviously things can change, but um, they're pretty much rolling, like, there's nothing else going on in the world. I know, like, I'm pretty much um, one of the more not um, – like, far-fetched people that are, like, oh, no mask, this and that, but, like, I mean, I got the vaccine, like, I'm pretty self-aware or anything like that, like, I'm not too cautious, you know, when it comes to that, yeah. but, like, when I was there, especially on the Hogwarts Express, um, I think it was, there was two other parties, so, like, a, a total of eight in, like, one little cabin. And How did they was, fit eight people into that cabin? <laughs> so, I was, I definitely masked up for that, because I was, like, this is a little too, too uh, sketchy. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, I have stuff like that, Fast and Furious, M- Mummy, Hulk, all that was a uh, mixed party, so I was next to other people. Um, so that was the only downside, I would say, you know, like, I yeah. the summer, and that was a little more of a difference because, I mean, that was like when the vaccines just hit and there was no Delta, you know, and there right. was much stuff going on. So, I mean, that was that. So, I mean, that's the only note I would make for people that were to go from now until, I don't know, unless anything changes. So, yeah, well, it's, I mean, I wouldn't feel comfortable without COVID being with eight people in the Hogwarts Express. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I remember it actually being, like, before, too, and I was still, like, I was always just like, oh, this is kind of, like, you but, know? But, yeah, but I don't understand. I get that they want to, like, pretend, you know, that, that it doesn't exist and kind of get back to normal. But it's the same thing. I mean, the fact that you have, you know, you there. it's so easy to just put – you know, one party in there and then wait and then have another party in the next one. I don't get why this insistence on kind of ignoring COVID in that way doesn't make yeah. any sense. Yeah, I think that was the only ride that like I would legit was like, this is a little, I don't know. It just, it, it felt a little too much for me. Like the other, like Fast and Furious was, yeah, it was a little bit tight, you know, but like you could still wear a mask if you wanted to, like. I mean, you're in, like, an open space, but, like, the, ex- the Express is a closed little ca- cabin with, like, six other random people, you know? And it's yeah. mask optional. It's out there, like, or you're not there. 
recommended to wear it, you know? Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't get it. I mean, I know Florida in general has had their issues with uh, COVID and masks and precautions. But, I mean, this just seems like they're going out of their way to kind of ignore everything. Yeah. Yeah, so that was that. Um, so the rest of the day was pretty chill. Went on a Velocicoaster coaster again. It was still was, amazing. Yeah. Uh, what were you going to say? I was going to ask, how was it, you know, again, now that you've ridden it a few times? Yeah, uh, it was It was still amazing to the first row. It's just, it's one of those things where I think it gets better every time, you know, especially because it's been a decent amount since I went on last time. And it's just, it's a really great, great experience. And I mean, just the whole thing, uh, I felt even, even, even the, so the first part is even better than I remembered. So, um, maybe it depends on like just how you're feeling during the day. I don't know, but it, it was a really good, good experience. Well, that's good. Yeah. So that was that, um, did all the other rides pretty much. The wait times are pretty short and, uh, headed back to, uh, Disney Springs and, uh, went to a good spot. Also American spot. And then, uh, Hit up Giardelli, which is out of all goods. Uh, that theme slash Sunday slap. It's more so the ice cream is very good, but combined yeah. with the chocolate that they use and the different sweets, it just is like on another level. It's like I couldn't even describe it to anybody. So, yeah, I mean, I remember I went when I went there in January 2020. I remember going there and getting the ice cream. That was amazing. Like that place was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned you went to an American place. Before, like for dinner, do you remember where it was? Or not where it was, but what it was called? Yeah, I think it's called City Works. I'm pretty sure it's uh, kind of right near where we went a while ago. Uh, what's it called? Um, Blues House of Blues. The House of Blues. Yeah, yeah. yeah right by there, kind of right next to the expired Disney Basketball NBA Experience. Um, uh-huh. That spot, and they also had like a new M&M World too, or something. So. Oh, sweet. Was that – so that M, that M&M World wasn't there before? I don't think so, no. That's cool. Yes, yeah, so I went in there too. It was pretty cool. Like, a disgusting amount of M&Ms are in there. <laughs> yeah, we have we have an M&M World in, in New York City, so yeah. I wonder how similar it is. Yeah, I've been to that one. I forget, honestly, how that one is, but I, I assume it may be similar. Yeah. So. Yeah, I like it there. I mean, yeah, well, I mean, they, they mostly have, like, merchandise that's not – not edible. Like if they have like sweatshirts and t-shirts and stuff, like that's yeah. So like that's what they have a lot of. But then they do have you know some M and M's too. Gotcha, gotcha. Did yes. you go into the new M M&M and M world? Yeah, I went in. Went in. It was pretty cool. Um, I mean, nothing like too crazy or different than like past ones that I've been in. But uh, it's a cool addition, you know. Yeah, yeah, so. definitely. There's a lot of things in Disney Springs to do. I mean, you don't realize how big it is until, like, you're there, but it's really cool. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean, Disney Springs is awesome. I mean, even if you're in the area, you know, just going for just a day or, like, a night, it's just a, a really cool experience. They still have, like, the Disney magic, you know. Like, yeah. You know, and it's just, like you said, there's so many spots, different restaurants, shops. I mean, there's honestly anything you could really think of in there, you know, so. Yeah, it's interesting because – I'm thinking about Epic Universe, and when, you know, that's the new Universal Park that's being built right now, for anyone that doesn't know. Um, and so I'm assuming they're going to have another um, City Walk, and I wonder how much that's going to be influenced by Disney Springs. Are they going to make it bigger than the real, you know, the original City Walk? Or, mm-hmm. 
that's going to be interesting to see. Well, supposedly the space or land that they have, they there's rumors that they might be two city walks. Oh, wow. Might just maybe combine them and make it a big one. Like, I think that would be the best bet because, like you said, like a, a Disney Springs would make it a universal vibe would be like a huge hit, especially if it's right in the core of where the new park is. Right. And bring so much traffic and whatnot, you know? So Yeah. Like, I, I love City Walk. Um, City Walk, I mean, I guess it's compared to Disney Springs, is a little small, right? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I love it. I think it's great. I mean, City Walk is the best. But, you know, that's that's probably one place that they can improve to make it bigger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And again, so, like, sorry, yeah. No, you're good. What was that? I was going to say, like, like it's it's so different because Universal, you know, it started out, you know, like it was a like it was a, a parking lot, you know, when it first started. Mm-hmm. And they kind of had to work backwards from there and add to it. And they didn't really have that much land. And so now right. they have all this land for the new park. So I'm interested in seeing how they're going to use it. Right, especially with, like, the the technology they've been using and the additions of how great they've been in the park. Right. Oh, like, I could only imagine what they're going to do for, like, a place like a, a City Walk Park Part 2. So Absolutely. So moving on, we can now go to the Genie Fast Pass saga. Um, so this is a huge, a huge thing that broke, um, I think, uh, last week. And um, – there's just a lot of talk about it. So pretty much there's a new Genie service that helps people kind of make their day slash help improve or kind of just help them if you're unsure of what to do. So pretty much what they do is um, it helps you kind of what you want to do, theme park lines, shows, food, um, entertainment, all of that stuff, you know, and pretty much it you'll tell them what to kind of what your interests are, whether it be like Star Wars or uh, Mickey Mouse or I don't know, like uh, um, Avatar, you know, stuff yeah. like that kind of help um, generalize your best bet for your trip. Um, however, the one caveat is that along with this came the plus version of this that came with the option to um, buy extra fast passes or fast pass experiences with the price of money. And it varies, I think, by different rides and price and all that. Um, so what are your thoughts on it first? Let me kind of get into details. I mean, so like start, I guess I'll start off with, with the genie, the regular genie. Um, I mean, it's, it's good for people that want it. I mean, like, I don't think it's the best idea for us because, like, you know, what if you wanted to do something, you wanted to start out doing, you know, one thing, and then there's, you know, a shift in your schedule or you wanted to, you know, kind of be a little more spontaneous. And um, so I think, it, you know, there's there's no reason to plan your day all the way down to the, the minute. Um, so I think that's a little too much. Um, but it's a good thing for people that need help that really, you know, like to plan. Um, I don't see any issue with that. Uh, the thing that I do have an issue with is the new Genie Plus, which is, you know, you pay $15 or $20, whatever it is, to to get, you know, to skip the line. And then what's so terrible about that is that there are so many rides. And so when you think about how much you would have to pay to skip the line, it really uh, it sucks. And it's not fair for the, the families that have emptied their bank accounts already to get 
um, you know, to, to come to Disney. And so then to charge them this on top of that just seems really um, cruel. Um, and then also, you know, we, you and I have talked about it before um, about the, the Express Pass at Universal. You know, it could be expensive at times, but at least it's one flat fee and it gets you to almost every ride. Whereas like this, well, you'll have to pay every individual ride, you know? Right, right. And I believe, I think I found it where, um, so at Walt Disney World, um, it is $15. And then uh, uh, Disneyland, it's $20. Wow. So... What are your What are your thoughts on it? It's tough, you know. Like like you were saying, it's just I think of how much money you spend, especially like you're saying on site, you know. And it's it's yeah. a lot. And I mean, I just feel for people who have just enough to kind of make the trip, and then they're gonna have a lesser experience because they can't go the extra mile because they don't have enough money, you know. Right. That's the part that kind of rubs me the wrong wrong way, you know. Whereas, like, yeah, at Universal, you have the option to stay on site, and you know, if the like, repercussions, like, if you don't, but like, it's not like so totally expensive. Where it's a little bit more, it's pretty much the same, maybe even less than a Disney on site hotel, and you get Express for each and every ride is unlimited. Right. Like, and and the worst part about the Disney uh, experience, at least when I went. Um, was that we had to wait in every single line for a long time, you know, because, you know, they don't have that express pass. And now I guess you're going to have to pay for it. But if you don't pay for it, you have to wait in line. And so, like, it's such a, a contrast to Universal where, you know, we're used to skipping every line by getting, you know, that one pass. And now you would have to shut out a ton of money to skip all these lines. Yeah, yeah. So I'm interested to see kind of what, uh, the big thing is after this drops, I think it's in October. So uh-huh. I'm to see kind of what people's reaction to it, how the lines are now, like all that stuff. So it'll be interesting to see kind of what the future holds with it, you know? Yeah. And, and Disney's got to be careful, you know, cause like they've been doing all these things to take away from the experience. And I think the people that it hurts probably the most, I mean, obviously it hurts the, the tourists, but like the, the pass holders, I mean, who were, you know, who are used to having these three free passes and, you know, now they're going to have to, you know, decide are they going to spend so much money to skip these lines. Um, and I remember earlier, I don't know if they reinstated it, but earlier throughout the pandemic, they canceled the, um, the um, what's it called, like the yearly pass, you know. So, you know, Disney is hurting all of their, their key um, people that are always going. Right, right. So... It is what it is, you know, so. Yeah. But last but not least, we will head to our history portion. And today we have two actually pretty big things that happened uh, on August 29th. So um, there today, I'm not going to tell you the year because that might give it away. Okay. But a huge Disney movie was released. August 29th, a huge Disney movie was released. Um, hmm. And it wasn't recent. It was not recent. Okay. Um, a huge Disney movie. I'm trying to think. Um, I mean, like, was it like Snow White or? Nope. Cinderella? Nope. <laughs> uh, Lion King? 
No, I'll give you another hint. It is not an animation movie. Okay, not an animation movie. Interesting. Not an animation movie. Um, hmm. August 29th, not recent. Uh, the first thing that's coming to mind, I know it's not it, but uh, Haunted Mansion is the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> nope, that's not it. Okay. Um, it, has, it has a Broadway show. It has a Broadway show. Okay. Um, so not Lion King. Uh, Mary Poppins? Yep. Hey, look at that. Yeah. So it was 1964. So that wow. was, say, four, eight, four, nine, four, like 50-something years, 57 years or yeah. so. Uh-huh. So wow, uh, that, that's... Yeah, 57 years ago. And uh, isn't, I think... Uh, Van Dyke's still alive, right? Yeah, yeah, he's like 90-something. Yeah, so, um, great flick, and uh, unfortunately, they were supposed to put something in uh, Epcot, they announced a couple of years back, um, but I think with COVID, they might have uh, pushed it back a little bit, or just totally removed it, and I thought that'd been a really cool addition to uh, Epcot, so. Yeah, do you know any more details on what they were going to do? Uh, I think maybe like a dark ride, which has been awesome, you know. That would have been cool, yeah. That movie at any of the parks, really. So yeah, I'm surprised they don't have anything for Mary Poppins. They did. They did have it on the Great Movie Ride. Wow. Um, but yeah, so yeah, um, yeah. There are so many opportunities, like from that movie, that you could, you know, you could, you know, make it into a ride. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. And then the second thing is, um. Disney announced an agreement with a um, IP of all the rights, all that, um, 32 years ago. So you're saying that that Disney acquired the rights to something 32 years ago? Yes, yes. 32 years ago. Um, What did they acquire the rights to? Uh, do you have any other hints? Because that, uh, <laughs> um, think of how could I do this in a funny way? Think of gifts. Gifts. Is this like so? Is it like a a movie or is it like a a company or? Um, it is. Uh, I think a TV show. I believe. A TV show that it acquired the rights to thirty. I believe years. it. I believe it started as a TV show. I could be wrong. Uh, it it can't. They had a movie as well, or multiple movies. Okay. Um, it's a, a big fan base. Uh, a lot of merch. A lot of ca- ca- well-known characters. <laughs> oh wow! Um, think of gifts. Gifts. Think of gifts. Okay. <laughs> um, think, of, think of the great gifts that I send. Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, well, I mean, there's the monkey. Uh, that's not <laughs> that's not part of it. There's... Think, think, think of gifts. Think of gifts. Okay, think of gifts. Um, huh. Um, a show. Okay, think of gifts. Um, I am so blanking on this right now. Why am <laughs> I blanking? Oh my god. Um, you're gonna there's be a... like... what? You're gonna be so mad. I know, Stick... and. It... It's just I feel like there's just too much information. Like I'm trying to think of like what are the gifts and what are what's like a TV show? What are the attraction at Hollywood Studios? 
Okay, there's attraction at Hollywood Studios. Um. Oh, okay. <laughs> the Muppets. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I wasn't even thinking about the Muppets. Yeah. So uh, they acquired that. Uh, what did they say? Thirty-two years ago. Yeah, so, thirty-two years ago. Yeah, yeah. So that was uh, 1989, and uh, it's kind of wild. It's been that long, and it's still standing. Which uh, I mean, there was rumors that it might get taken away, but uh, it's still yeah. standing at Hollywood Studios. So it's it was such a good show when we, you know, I saw it when I was in, you know, in there in 2020. It was so like it was great. Like it was just everything you would want from the Muppets. Like it was funny. It was you know it was great. That have you how many like have you seen that a lot? Yeah, yeah. I remember when I went. I used to always go there because it's, it was a like you said, it's a really good attraction. And it's really fitting to the actual yeah. uh, show, you know. Yeah, and it's I mean Hollywood Studios is now um, like you know it, it's all about um, Star Wars now, and so like that it's good to have you know a little bit something that's a little bit different. You know, mm-hmm. the Muppets is like right before Star Wars World, so that that's a fun attraction. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, anything else you think, you know? Well, nothing about Disney, but I did, before we close, I did want to touch upon the uh, the new attraction in New York. Your Ferris wheel experience. Yes. So, New York is starting to, to try to get some more, you know, some attractions. Um, now that we know that Florida has everything. Um so New York, uh, in the middle of Times Square, which is actually a great location for it, there's a new Ferris wheel that reaches up, I think it's 110 feet into the sky. And you can, when you go on it, you can see, um, you can see out onto the city, you can see out into Times Square. And it's a really cool experience. Um, so I went on it a few days ago. And it was fun. I mean, it was, it was something where it's not like a typical, um, like Ferris wheel, like it's more like, enclosed than a typical ferris wheel um but it was cool like you got to see everything um it just the only thing i didn't like was at times they stopped to let people off uh, and then like you were kind of like up there and it was stopped um so that wasn't great but otherwise it was a lot of fun um so you know how much it costs to go on i uh, no idea but it's probably not cheap well, it wasn't terrible. I think it was twenty dollars. I mean, it's it's not great, but like at the same time, like you're going on a Ferris wheel at Times Square. Um, so I think that was the price. And then if you wanted, you could pay an extra fifteen dollars to skip the line. <laughs> so someone's so looking get, at yeah, yeah, they're uh, they're on their Disney over there. But pretty yep. much, you could pay thirty five dollars to get on a Ferris wheel, and I think that is a a great price, guaranteed, a great experience, one of the cheapest attractions you can find, even in a, a uh, carnival, so. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's crazy, but, look, I mean, you know, this this could be the future of, you know, attractions, um, paying $15 to skip the line, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. So, did you? Uh, were there a lot of people there when you went, or did they kind of? Well, I mean, there there were people there, but it was something where it was um, there was no line because like they were getting people on quickly. So like I only had to wait like five minutes. Um, so like it wasn't like you know overly long, but there were people there. Like there were people on the ride. 
Gotcha. And it was cool. You know, it's something that it's uh, right now it's temporary. I think it's through uh, mid mid September, but they're talking about making it permanent. So we'll see. Yeah, I think that'd be a cool thing. You know, I mean, I think New York lacks a little bit of stuff like that. And I know yeah. it's not the easiest, but I think when it's uh, op- available, you know, I think they should definitely keep it open. So Right. Yeah, and there's no, like, there like there really aren't any attractions, like, in New York. Like, even if you think about it, like, London has, like, the London Eye, and, you know, like, there there aren't things like that, you know? So I think this is a cool addition. Yeah, yeah, and slowly but surely, um, New, York, New York is coming to the next Orlando. Yeah, well, we already got the Harry Potter store, so. Harry Potter, you got Margaritaville, you got attractions. That's true. And who knows what you're going to get next. <laughs> yeah. Margaritaville, yeah, it's such a fun experience. And so, yeah, I'm happy to have that there. Hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. And then also, um, there was there's a new thing opening right across from um, Margaritaville. I think it's Yardley something. that I think it's a, a Florida chain. Is it Yard? Um, Yardley? I think it's, is that what it's called? Yard House. Yard House, that's it. Yeah, Yard House is really good. It, uh, it's great it's about to, it's about to open up across the street from Margaritaville. Gotcha. Yeah, that's they're pretty similar. I mean, I mean, you'll you'll like both. Um, so you guys are lucky. Yeah. So I mean, look, everything is coming from Florida to New York. Usually it's the other way around, but that's that's pretty cool. I'm excited. So yeah. So as always, um, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Um, TikTok at For Your Amusement or For Your Amusement Podcast. Um, also, make sure you subscribe to us, whether it be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere else. And as always, hopefully you guys enjoyed listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace.